With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. Today, about 1.18 a.m., the Iowa Falls Police Department received a 911 call from a male who stated that Gary Chaz Thompson had come into his residence without permission. The caller stated Thompson was going to kill him as he allegedly chased the caller with a pair of scissors. The caller was able to get out of the house. However, the caller did receive a laceration of one of his arms. Upon arrival, officers discovered that Thompson was still in the residence and there were two females present. Thompson had one of the females in a chokehold and told her that he was going to kill her. Officers deployed a taser on Thompson two times and were able to take him into custody. Thompson's been charged with two counts of attempted murder, one count of first-degree burglary, and one count of domestic abuse assault, second offense. Last night, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department arrested 21-year-old Mason Roberts of Ottumwa for possession of a controlled substance marijuana, possession of drug paraphernalia, and for a first offense OWI, he was later released. Last night, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department arrested 28-year-old Tabor Eller of Hubbard, who was wanted on two warrants for probation violations. And yesterday morning, the Sheriff's Department served a Hardin County warrant, the 22-year-old Walker Manning of Marshalltown, for a probation violation. Yesterday morning, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department arrested 18-year-old Adrian Hernandez of Dumont for possession of a controlled substance second offense. Hernandez was later released from custody. Monday, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors, during their regular business meeting, discussed the vacancy on the Conservation Board due to a resignation. The board directed the county auditor to advertise the vacancy for two weeks and scheduled the appointment on March 27th. In other business, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors approved an amendment to the county's vehicle use policy and reviewed health insurance options with no action taken by the board. This week, the Rowan City Council held a public hearing on the city's proposed fiscal year 2024 budget. No public comments were received. The council then approved the budget as presented. In other business, the Rowan City Council discussed a vacancy on the council. Council member Ashley Bosch is no longer a primary resident of Rowan and will be resigning from her position. The city intends to appoint a replacement at the next regular city council meeting. This week, the Iowa Falls City Council held a special meeting and approved a contract with coal excavating for public improvements in the Palisades East development. The Iowa Falls Council named a new street in the Heritage Estates development as Heritage Lane, and the Iowa Falls City Council voted to purchase the property at 1014 Main Street for $1. The Clarksville City Council this week discussed new businesses coming to the city and if the businesses need council approval prior to opening or operating. The council said it would be good practice for new business owners to come to a meeting and introduce themselves and their business, no action taken by the council. In other business, members of the public were present to discuss the proposed carbon pipeline that would cross parts of Butler County. Some members expressed their concerns to the council about the hazards of the proposed pipeline and the extra training the fire and ambulance crews would need to safely assist in an emergency with the pipelines. The Clarksville City Council informed those in attendance that the Butler County Board of Supervisors will be holding meetings to further discuss the planning and zoning aspects of the project. Today, the Hampton City Council will consider approval of the final draft 
of the fiscal year 2024 budget and will consider resetting the public hearing date on the proposed budget for April 13th. In other business, the Hampton City Council will consider an ordinance vacating the public property located adjacent to 214 2nd Avenue Southwest. The Hampton City Council meets today 6 p.m. at the Council Chambers. Today, the Dumont City Council will be asked to set a new date and time for a public hearing regarding the fiscal year 2024 budget and other business. The Dumont City Council will consider approval of an application for tax abatement under the Urban Revitalization Plan for the Dumont Urban Revitalization Area. The Dumont City Council meets today 7 p.m. at the Dumont EMS Building. Yesterday, the Clarion Goldfield Dow School Board approved a two-year tentative agreement between the district and the Clarion Goldfield Dow's Education Association. Starting in fiscal year 2024, a single salary schedule will be used and wage increases going forward will be a flat dollar increase. The total package increase for fiscal year 24, 5.02% including a wages and insurance. The salary increase for fiscal year 2025 will be a flat $1,500, making the total package increase for salary and insurance at 3.22%. The annual meeting of the Northeast Iowa Agricultural Experimental Association at the Borlaug Learning Center on the Iowa State University Northeast Research Farm near Nashua will be held March 15th. The program will begin that day at 9.30 a.m. and will feature presentations on measurement and modeling of soil compaction from heavy equipment and its impact on crop growth and crop yield. In addition, insecticide usage will also be discussed. The meeting is free and open to the public. For more information, contact your county extension office. And more precipitation means less of Iowa is listed as having some form of drought. The latest U.S. drought monitor shows that this week over 32% of the state has no drought conditions listed. Last week it was over 25%. Improvements were seen in the coverage of areas that are listed as being abnormally dry in a moderate drought or in an extreme drought. In the broadcast area, most of Wright and Hancock counties are in a moderate drought, while the rest is listed as being abnormally dry, except northeastern Floyd County, which has no drought conditions. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.